Listen to me very carefully. I want to present the moments you've been waiting for. Welcome to Kick the Radio with your host, Ricky the Ghouly Rancher Commander and Doc the Midnight Strangler. Now lock your doors, turn off your lights, you're in for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Geeked Up Radio. I'm your host, Ricky, the Ghoulie Rancher Commander, along with Doc the Midnight Strangler. There you go. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is our Halloween special. There you go. Yes. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for spending your time here, ladies and gentlemen. Because we've really worked really hard on this. <laughs> Real hard. Real hard. And, you know, and so we have our masks on. We're ready to go. You know, we can, you can see those pictures of our masks on Instagram mm-hmm. and maybe on Facebook. Maybe. We're not sure, but we'll see. But make sure you follow us there on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram. All the links for those are in the show notes. And if you enjoy any of this music, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you look in the show notes and show those people some love. That's right. And if you have any questions, you can email us or contact us on social media. And and if you have your own paranormal stories or after the holiday, regular stories, embarrassing stories, shout outs or uh, shout outs for love. Send Break, those breakups. Don't forget breakups. Breakups. That's right. <laughs> send those over to geeked up radio stories at gmail.com. That's in the show notes. And if you ha- if you have a record label or if you have your own music, make sure you send that to geekedupradiomusic at gmail.com. And that's in the show notes. Yeah. But if you have any questions that you want to email us, that's in the show notes too. Right? Right. All right, Doc. Do we have any special shout outs? Yes. I'd like to give a shout out to Leroy the Prophet and remind everybody that they will be live November the 17th at the Rail Club live in Fort Worth, Texas, along with Saliva. Yeah. Saliva. Saliva. Yeah. Leroy the Prophet. Check them out. Find them on Instagram, too, because we follow them, too, on there. Instagram. Man, they got, some, they got some cool pictures on there. Yeah. Anyways, back to Scary Voice. Yes. Yes. So this is the Paranormal Episodes, ladies and gentlemen, and we have quite a few submissions. Yeah, we do. Yes. Very missionary around here. Missionary. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot the last word, style. <laughs> Yes, it's very scary around here. We enjoy. We look forward to the scariness. All right. Before we get to our first reading, let's listen to a little bit of music to put us in the mood, in that scary mood. So let's start with Halloween Creep by the Tennis Club. Your life 
and that was Halloween Creep, the tennis club. Check them out too on Bandcamp. There you go. That's right. Yeah, I know you. You like that song. I like that song too. It's very upbeat, but don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it because we're coming with you. That was just a a teaser to to get the mouth wet, the palate ready for the darkness. The darkness. That's right. Mm, I've come to suck. Anyways. (laughs) I hope my blood. (laughs) Anyway, so let's go on to our our first story. So we'll just call this person OT. OT sends this story. I wanted to get my daughter out of Vegas. My sister lived in Ash Grove, MO. Missouri. Missouri. Hi, Missouri. What's up, Missouri? We love you. Yeah, we love you. All right, anyways. A tiny town 24 miles north of Springfield. She called me and told me about a house that was for lease. An old two-story brick house on seven acres. I put a deposit on the house a month before I moved. Once I got here, I met the landlord and loved the house, except for the basement that really creeped me out. Unfortunately, that was where the washer and the dryer hookups were. There was one bare bulb on a chain for lighting right above the washer. The rest of the basement was very dark. I hurried down to start my laundry and run back up the stairs. There were two bedrooms upstairs and one and one at the base of the stairs, which I took. My daughter had the whole upstairs to herself. I slept with my door open so I could hear if she needed me. I always read before I go to sleep. I keep hearing her on the stairs and I would holler up at her and tell her, tell her to go to bed. Yet, I keep hearing her go up and down the stairs. I would get up and go upstairs to find her asleep. One night, I was reading and all of a sudden, a frog jumped on my chest. Needless to say, I was completely freaked out and I jumped up and turned on the overhead light. There were about 20 frogs in my room, on the walls, on my bed. I got them out and closed my window, thinking that maybe there was a hole in the screen. A few days later, my daughter was getting ready for school and I for work. I ran my morning race to the basement to get the laundry from the dryer. I folded it and went upstairs to put the linens away. Out of the corner of my eye, I see my daughter in her room. I'm heading back down the stairs as I tell her to hurry up. We're going to be late. I get to the bottom of the stairs and turn to the kitchen and my daughter is standing by the door ready to go. We rushed out the door and went to stay with my sister until I found another house. So she saw something in her daughter's room that looked like her daughter while her daughter was downstairs. Yeah, so it was some type of uh, spirit. spirit or something like that or demon. A demon. Could be a demon. That's what, what, The frog thing, that's like one of the seven plagues, isn't right? it? Yeah. Frog and locust. Yeah. Yeah. I think frogs is number seven. Wow. So, man, what would you do in that situation, man? Um, probably put the covers over my head and I move. <laughs> <laughs> Little puss. <laughs> you get all scared. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if I if I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost like that. Well, maybe I have, but. To be alone in a house like that with a child, that would be really, really scary. Especially, especially those two-story houses, and some of them have basements. Like being in Missouri, some of the houses are like old. Well, not that there's not old houses in other places, but a lot of them have basements and all that kind of stuff. It's creepy. Yeah, I've never lived in a house with a basement. I don't think I ever want to. Yeah, I mean, that's creepy stuff. Yeah. You don't and, know what goes under. You know what's ever happened. I kind of... You know, you hear about people 
oh, you know what? She was probably buried in the basement. Mm-hmm. A little dead girl. Mm-hmm. Because that's what some people would do. You know, back oh, in the day, they would no. bury their families and all that kind of stuff. In, oh, that's oh, that's terrible. Or the house was built on, maybe there was a few, some, you know, maybe they buried a body there, and then they just built the house over it. I don't know. Oh, man. Like a pet cemetery type yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh. Pet cemetery. Man, no. I, I couldn't do it. I would never. I would never. I would... I would, I would, I would be just like her. I would laugh, dude. I, it's like I always talk about, you know, like when we live out in the country and everything else, and I'm like, man, just to think that maybe somewhere on the land here that we're on, is there a body buried under here? There probably is, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Texas. Exactly. <laughs> <All right. laughs> There's probably some dead cowboys out somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, no. Anyways, that that was our first story, and I want to thank OT for the submission and for the listens. And I guess M.O. M.O. Missouri. Oh, yeah. Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. We we respect yes. and appreciate your listeners. Shout out to Boonville, Missouri, and all those that were there at Kemper Military Academy that since closed down. And that, you know, that, that, that was a scary place, too, because I went to school there. Yeah, you did? Yeah, it's really scary. They, you know, they had things. People would see stuff and images and everything. And I think there's a couple of, there was a girl that was murdered in the 80s right on the track. What? Yeah. In dude. the woods or something like that. It so was probably her. Could be. Dude, I'm never going to Missouri. <laughs> I was thinking about going on tour in Missouri since we get a lot of listens from there. Uh-huh. Not now. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodbye, Missouri. <laughs> you float off into the darkness. <laughs> Anyways. So. So the next song that we're about to play and take you to another deeper dark journey is from level 131. I am the occult.
says, I am the occult. Level 131. I like that type of music, dude. Sometimes it just gets you so good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need it, man. Sometimes you need some music like that. Well, yeah. And I want to tell everybody they can go and pick this up at Bandcamp, too. Uh, the whole album is really good. So you guys got to check it out. 131. Awesome. All right. But it'll be in the show notes. It'll as well. be in the show notes. Exactly. Awesome. All right. So let's move on to our next spooky story. <laughs> Thank <great>. you. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> this one comes in through email. So use that email, ladies and gentlemen, because I respond to everyone. I really do. It may take a few days. It may take a few days. Now, that one was sent to you in e- to email, but typed in blood. Typed in blood. That's right. Because my needle <laughs> fell out of my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Let, this one... This one actually has multiple little stories, man. Oh, okay. Mini stories. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So here we go. This is from, we'll call him or her. I can't tell. It's it. W-W. Oh, W-W-F. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. W-W. X. W-W-X. Look at that. It's got an X at the end. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, triple X, here we go. Alright, so okay, these things didn't happen to this person, but to somebody that lived in a house, a friend of theirs, a best friend, it seems. Alright. Number one. Is how many? There's three. Okay. No, there's there's four, but they're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Look. One, two, one, two, four, three. <laughs> Anyways. Serious. <clears throat> I'll read one, you read one. Okay. All right, here we go. You got to put on your reading glasses. <laughs> Hold on, I got to adjust mine. All right. One night we were playing poker online, and I got mad at the hands we were getting. I flipped off the computer screen, and the computer shut itself completely off, and nothing was touched by either of us. The end? The end. That was, that was number one. Well, then that's a possessed computer, I'm thinking. That's called a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here, you read the next one. It's a small one. There were also two wooden sliding doors in that. (laughs) Let me read it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never be an actor. You you can go ahead and read it. You'll never be an actor. (laughs) Your acting days are over. (laughs) All right, dog. Here we go. Number two. For about a year, every night around 1.30 a.m., centipedes and only centipedes and no other types of insects insects would come out of the cracks in the floor walls and go to the same spot on the kitchen floor this happened every night at the same time there were dozens of them okay that's not that's not that's weird foundation problems (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that sounds like a pure being home (laughs) oh yeah either one yeah well that's kind of scary yeah i'd be creeped out Mm -hmm. i'd be creeped out I, i don't i don't like I don't mind like uh, like cockroaches and stuff like that because you know I'm a Mexican kid and I grew up with cockroaches, but <laughs> long long bugs and worms gross me out, dude. Well, you know every every night around eight o'clock there's like ants on my table. And that's usually after we get to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say that's your kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like all the food they left behind. <laughs> okay, here we go. We'll we'll go to number four. Okay, number four. <laughs> number four. There were also two wooden sliding doors. In that you could pull 
from each side of the large doorway, separating the kitchen from the living room. On more than one occasion, I heard a sound as if someone was, was banging on them, as if they were pulled apart. They were not, and no one was there. They were pushed into the walls and could not even be touched except to open them and slide them out. I have the same doors. I have those. I have, I have those doors. If now, if because you know the sliding doors go into the wall. Oh yeah, the, the, like hideaway doors. Hideaway doors. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess there somebody was banging on them through mm-hmm. the wall. Hmm. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could. I'd probably get a priest already. Get in there. Water. <laughs> Agua. Agua. Jesus Cristo. <laughs> Waterburger. Sonic. <laughs> McDonald's. Amen. Yeah. Your friend needs help. <laughs> All right. Now this is number three. Now for personal experience. Dun, dun, dun. One night, my friend and myself are upstairs playing video games. We got thirsty. So I said, I'm going downstairs to get us something. I go down. I go to the fridge and pull out two sodas. Head back up the stairs. I get to the second step and I feel and audibly hear unintelligible whispers in my right ear and feel the breath on my neck and ear. As I made my way up the stairs and entered the room, my friend says, What happened to you? Noticing that my face looked pale and flushed, as if I was about to throw up. We later found out from a neighbor that had lived there longer that the previous owner had passed away in the living room from a heart attack. You got yourself a a, a paranormal... I guess there were teenagers at this time or kids. Mm Mm-hmm. They they got they got themselves a poltergeist. That's what it's called, right? Is that the word? It's called a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to use like we're trying to set the mood here, Doc. Okay, paranormal. Yeah, it's a poltergeist. You got a poltergeist. Yeah. Don't turn on the TV. Yeah. Don't look in the closet and don't invite any midgets over. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what he meant by the in- intelligible. Yeah, it's just like whispers. I like guess like a. a blah, blah. Yeah, he's like like blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, dude. Like I that. mean, if if I he felt it on it the the on his ear and neck, he said, I, "I man, if that happened to me, I'd be like, I'm straight up not spending the night over here again, bro." Yeah, I'm like deuces. Yeah, I think it was who was it? I, I was talking to the other day. They were telling me that they were they felt that they were in bed and they felt like somebody like lied on the bed next to them. Oh, yeah. you know who it was? Huh. Oh, you know what? That was me. That was you. Yeah, I, I <laughs> told <had> a, you. <laughs> No, the other night I had like uh, I was lying in bed and I was falling asleep, but I woke up like screaming or anything else because I felt like someone was on not on top of me but on my legs, like pushing them down. Yeah, it was that was really scary because I was like ah, I like I did it like four times that night. Really? Yeah, that was like two days ago. You need to see a priest. <laughs> I am a priest. <laughs> <laughs> a real one. <laughs> but anyways, I'm a dark priest. There you go. Yeah. Oh, the Dark Lord Zoltan. Zoltan. Voltan. Voltan. Yeah, I like Voltan better. Vol- Voltron. Voltron. Yeah, I like Voltron. I like Decepticon. Decepticon. No. no. Yeah, <laughs> but no, Voltron did. Anyways. All hail Voltron. <laughs> Anyways. Our Dark Lord Voltron has a special guest. And her name is... La Bella Anna Winters. That's right. So this is an excerpt that we have when she was here with us. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, so my first, I want to say, weird experience that happened to me, I was probably, I don't know, maybe like 22. 
I was briefly, for a brief time, living up in Oklahoma City. And I made that drive back to the DFW area. And um, my son at the time was only about, I don't know, maybe he was like three months old. And so I walked into my mother's house. And um, when I walked into my mother's house, I put the car seat down. And I heard someone in the back room. And so being from Texas, I said, Mama, hey, I'm here. Um, Where are you? And I heard a voice from the back say, I'm back here. And so, like I said, you know, I just set the cart seat down and I just made my way back there because um, I was going to let my mom know, hey, you know. So when I went to the back of the house, I noticed that my mom wasn't there. And so I told myself, okay, well, maybe, you know, I just misheard her. I said, hey, I'm back here. Where are you? And I heard a voice say, I'm over here. And then the voice kind of sounded like it was coming from behind me. Like maybe like from like the the uh, the bathroom area, so I stuck my head in the bathroom and it was clear my mother wasn't there, and I said, "Hey, where are you?" And this time the voice sounded like it was coming from the front of the house, and I thought, "How did I misjudge her being at the back?" You know, but no big deal. So I went ahead and I opened the garage because you have to walk through the kitchen in order to get to the garage. So I opened the garage door. I said, "Hey, I'm here," and. No one was in that house. So at that time, I realized that I was standing in an empty house with just me and my son. So that really scared me. So um, I went ahead and I grabbed the car seat and I waited outside with my son until my mom showed up, which was a couple hours later. So that was one of the first experiences that I had. And so I guess you would say that the second one happened. I was probably about... 23, 24. Um, during this time that this happened, you know, I was I was still married to this individual, and we were working on trying to make our marriage work. And he was still living up in Oklahoma, and he was living in a townhouse. And so I went up there that weekend, and I do believe that it was during the time that um, his uh, the base that he was stationed at, they were like on 12 or 16 hour shifts. I, I really can't remember, but. Um, I went up there and I, I spent the night with my husband at the time and um, he was already, you know, gone for duty, like at a station. Um, so I want to say it was about maybe 3, 3.30 in the morning. I like woke up to the sound of uh, like combat boots coming up the stairs. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, well, he's here, you know. And uh, the bedroom door opened and I, I heard him come in. I heard him take off like his gear. And I felt the weight of someone sitting down on the bed. I even felt the bed kind of go down. And um, and then I felt the blankets go up. And um, I just felt the motion of a body, you know, getting comfortable beside me. And um, my back was facing what a bit towards him. So when I reached over to, you know, pat him, um, the bed was completely empty. And that woke me right up. I mean, I jumped up. I went running down the stairs. I put on every light in the house. And I even considered just leaving right back home, you know, right back to Fort Worth that night. But I was just, I I kept telling myself, well, maybe I just, you know, maybe I was just dreaming it. Maybe it was just a really weird experience. But that was probably the most freakiest thing that ever happened to me that I really can't explain. Yes, I have three shout outs. 
One is to Harrison Smith. He's a wonderful director. He has a new movie coming out at the beginning of the new year sometime in 2020. That movie is called The Special, so keep your eye open for it. My second shout-out is to Body Trade. Um, it, it's this delicious horror comic that needs to be out there. It's like a, it's like an 80s. It's, if, you're, if you're into that kind of 80s gore, you'll have so much fun with this comic. So go give Body Trade a follow on Twitter. And um, Hewitt Therott is a writer of Owlboys. Um, you can find that book on Amazon to purchase it. Um, it's a really fun read. It's for readers anywhere from a fourth to all the way up to ninth grade or just anyone who likes a really fun book. So um, look for Owlboy on Amazon. All right, so this is Lung Nuts. Oh, share you. That was Lung Nuts. Oh, share you. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, man. I like that. So so the reason we only have, let's let's explain to the listeners why we only have a little bit of La Belliana mm-hmm. winters. Yeah, this is weird. This is really This weird. is weird, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when we recorded with her, what, Saturday, mm-hmm. 
man, we we were in here in the studio doing our thing, and man, we started having equipment problems left and right. I mean, just stuff we've never had before. Never. Yeah, from LCD screens like looking like static TV mm-hmm. to them just uh, the the equipment just freezing up. That shouldn't that shouldn't be able to freeze up, but it just it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we lost hours of recording hours so i was able i was only able to save that much thank goodness it was some good stuff yeah yeah but i i mean the evil spirits were here i think so maybe they came with her that's what i was thinking maybe they followed her here because <laughs> she was telling us about some 666 stuff right yeah the 666 that was she like sees it over yeah, yeah over and over over and over she's like 666 666 yeah she needs to go see a priest <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so but we do we do have something that uh she left with us uh, a, a scary story from her friend all right mm-hmm. and it's a three-page long story so i'm going to cut it down to just to the main points because you know we, we we're on a time crunch here now that we're re-recording and we just we just don't have the time mm-hmm. all right so her friend he goes by the name hewitt the rot all right so his story that he gives us he says everything he wrote in this is true his ghost story that he wants he wants to share with us was called great ghost Mm-hmm. And so in this story, his parents and him, or no, they're all, no, yeah, him as a family, wasn't it? They're going to their grandmother's house. Yeah. And they were going to go eat dinner. And the father takes the children because the mother forgot something in the house and she was going to come back and uh, meet them at the house. And, but after a while, she doesn't show up. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dude. And so the dad gets concerned. And so he grabs him and he grabs the son. He's like, come on, let's go back and go find mom. And when they come back to the house, they get out of the car. And what do they hear? Screaming. And he explains that he's probably really scared, that his dad's concerned, probably scared all the inside, but trying to look tough, mm-hmm. you know, in front of his son. Because, you know, if you're, a, if you're a man out there or, 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 a, or a mother and you're, you know, by yourself with your children, you always try to look tough, not scared. So, you know, they don't get scared. Right. So they rush into the house, you know, they grab, I, I think they grab a sticks or something and they, they run into the house and. They hear the, 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 the mother screaming, and they find her locked inside the basement. And she doesn't know how the door got locked because it's one of those sliding lock things. You know what I'm saying? Where you have to... A little hinge. Yeah, yeah, slide it and push it down. Push it down, yeah. And she's in the basement. She's screaming, screaming, screaming. And they get her out of there, and she, the, only thing that she, so the only thing she ever says is that it smelled like blood. Mm. And there was no lights or anything down in the basement. The lights wouldn't come on or anything. Well, I'll tell you about basements. Oh, dude, for real, right? Yeah, basement. That's another basement. You see? Oh man! And then, and then the story was taking place. Well, the I think the the town and the house was like near World War Two battlefield. No, no, oh. Civil War battlefield. Civil, Civil War battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of. So you probably that whole place is haunted, it like Missouri. Is. Yeah. Dude, no. See, I'm I'm glad that I've never had to experience these things. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I, I probably have, and I've just like stuffed him down so I can live a normal life mm-hmm. as the Jolly Rancher Commander. I yep. mean, the Ghouly Rancher Commander. Yeah, the Ghouly Rancher. You don't have to go see a doctor or something. Like yeah, that, yeah, so, dude. Because yeah. uh, you know what? What am I going to tell them? Yeah. I mean, that's oh. when you tell those stories like, "Oh, have you heard of the Yorona? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you something, Doc. Have you ever experienced something like this? I've experienced some scary stuff too. You know, like I've, I've, I've. I remember one time my parents left the house. We had a two-story house, and, yeah. and one part of it was like a basement. And actually, one one, uh. one room 
was actually a, a room that was nothing but dirt. So because the, the way the house was built, it was a two-story house, but it was built on the side of a hill. Uh-huh. So that one room, they didn't finish it. So it was still dirt and, you know, big old mounds of dirt inside of it and everything else. Anyway, my parents told me that they were going to be leaving. And I had a friend over and we were messing around recording downstairs when we had a band and all that kind of stuff. And they, um, they left. So while we were downstairs, you know how when you can hear the footsteps of somebody walking upstairs and everything else. So we hear somebody like running up the stairs and then running down the stairs. Like, there shouldn't be nobody up there, but I'm going to go up there and see. And I went up there, looked out, you know, the top portion of our house, and there was like nothing there. And then I, I looked, I looked outside. There was nothing. So I came. I went back downstairs. But but the funny thing is that while I was upstairs, I could hear somebody running downstairs. What? Like running down the stairs. Just like in the other story from OT. Yeah. So I ran down the stairs to see who it was. Oh. Uh. And there was no one down there except my friend, but he was, you know, he had the headphones and all the gear on him, still playing the guitar through the, the oh, amplifier. No. So it wasn't him. And so that happened like two or three times. And like on the, let's see, I think the third time, I ran back upstairs because I heard them running up the stairs, right? So yeah. I ran after them, looked out there, and then looking, went outside and see who at the hell. And as at that time, at that time, my mom and my dad were pulling back into the driveway because they had forgotten something. Oh, no. There was no one there. Oh, no. See? No, I would have laughed, dude. You know, and not only that, at night, sometimes you would hear like some, like a child, a baby crying at night in that room. Oh, talking about, oh, man. Okay. Talking about noises, right? Mm -hmm. I got one, got one for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, I used to work like nights, right? Right. And I'd come home to the house and uh, we had just moved in at the time, right? And... I'd sleep on the couch so not to wake anybody up and stuff like that, disturb anybody. So I'd go lay down in the living room. And, you know, I'd lay down and, and you know, I'd get my pillow. You know, I'd just be in my underwear, just chilling, you know, mm-hmm. discovering things. <laughs> and uh, Discovery planet, right? Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, <laughs> so I'd be on the couch and, you know, I start dozing off. And I hear this scream. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't coming from the rest of the house. It was coming from an exterior wall. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'd jump. I'd be like, what the fuck? And I'd, and I, and I'd, uh, you know, I'd get scared. And, you know, I'd be like, I'd look out the window, be nobody there. And then I'd lay back down, right? And no other noise. The following night, or a couple days later, there'd be another scream. But it was coming. I realized where the scream was coming from because it'd wake me up in the middle of the night. It was coming from the attic because the attic door was in that living room. And uh-huh. I'd, and I'd look up, and the attic light would, would be on. Wow. And I'd be like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm, I'm just going to lay here and go to sleep, dude. <laughs> and it happened over and over for a long time. The worst part was that when it, the, the, it got really bad because this one time, whatever was, was up there came down because I, I was laying down, starting to fall asleep, and I heard this growl. And I didn't have any dogs at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was this deep, guttural growl, like, like, yeah, no, more like a pit bull. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like deep, like it was a big fucking dog. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And it, and I have two couches, right? So I thought it was behind the other couch. And I was like, why is this dog, why is there a dog in my house? And why is it crawling on the other side of this couch? And so I jump up and I grab one of the foam baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> foam baseball bat. Yeah, because, you know, I got kids. I'm, I'm, I'm all ready to fight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and uh, I get my, my, my phone and I turn on the flashlight. And because, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. 
and I jump and I hear this growl. But as soon as I jump over the couch to, you know, grab whatever's on there, man, I, I belly flop onto the, the wood floor, man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. Mm. And that was it. That was it, dude, man. I, I went to my mom's house, got the, the holy water from when she went down to Corpus Christi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I took it back to the house and I started spraying it all over the house. <laughs> you know, through Espiritu Santo or whatever, <laughs> man, dude. And I haven't had any problems. Thank God, dude. It was scary, dude. I didn't tell any of my family. But when they get older and, you know, and they're in like their 20s or 30s and they're like divorced and stuff. And they want to hear what their dad <laughs> experienced. They're about to listen to this. I know they live in a haunted house. At this time. <laughs> so, kids, in the future, you lived in a haunted house. <laughs> and you lived through it if you did. Now, if you, none of y'all did, well, I'll see you around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I also experienced one time when I was in that same house. Because, like I said, the bottom section, we eventually turned that bottom part of the house into a studio. But it was actually like, a, uh, like an efficiency apartment, too. Yeah. So, I was down there back when I made it my bedroom after my brother moved out and he was... That was his bedroom. Um, <clears throat> I was sleeping one night, and I had a dog named Max. And Max would always—he had a habit of licking himself. Like, you know, you can, you know, the dog yeah. licking his paws. And um, anyway, I went to sleep, and I felt my covers being pulled off of me. And I'm like, and I pulled them up, and then they pulled off again. I'm like, Max, get your ass behind the, you know, the, the bar because I had a bar back there, <clears throat> and. Uh, well, I can hear him. Then I'm like, wait a minute, this Max behind the bar licking himself. Oh, no. Yeah, and so, and then finally I pulled the sheets this towards me again. And that, that time when I pulled it, I actually struggled. Like, it was really a lot of resistance of pulling pulling it back, right? Oh, shit. So I'm like, man, what is this? And finally I was able to pull it. And when I pulled it towards me, I saw a big old black shadow come from under my bed because I used to, you know, burn candles, you know, in the dark at night, you know, just for oh, the shit, ambient dude. feeling. Yeah, but I saw a big old shadow from the, the the candles made a big old like big old I don't know man like a big creature form. And, and, what it, and then I'm like oh my god! And then you know, I said I started wanting to pray and everything else. And then I saw the shadow go go right under the bed again. And that, it all happened in that room because things have always happened. They either heard something, or you know I remember my brother telling me he spent uh, went back when it was a Michael efficiency apartment. He had a table there, and one night when he came home. He was lying in bed, and he saw the table chair come out uh-huh. and go back in. Ooh, yeah. no. Yeah. Dude, let me, let me give you one more story. All right. No, you know what? I'm going to save it for the next episode. Okay, save it for the I'm going to save it for the next episode because this one's really good. Okay. It's really good because it, it, I still remember it completely to this day, and it scares me. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear this next story that I have to tell, yeah. this real-life story, make sure you come back to part two of the scary episodes this October special yes and if you enjoy these stories and if you have your own stories and if you want to be part of the discussions ladies and gentlemen hit those social media links in the show notes email us email us we'll read them yeah we got more to read well I just this is just a taste the first episode I don't want to blow the load at all on the first one <laughs> you don't want to blow the load no. <laughs> yeah you never want to blow too fast no you always want to go slow and steady steady Steady. <laughs> Rock steady. Anyways, this, this has been Creeped Up Radio with your host, Ricky, the ghoulish commander. And Doc, the midnight strangler. There you go. And uh, we hope to hear, hear from you and get more of those stories. And our last song that we're going to leave you with is a good one. And make sure if you have your uh, 
any music you want us to play, send that to us. Make sure it's your own, though. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear your own. Yeah, music. I don't want. I don't want to hear uh, Twenty One Savage. You know what I'm saying? I got that already on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna leave you guys with Abysmal Rights, Aimless Presence. Enjoy. <laughs>